0: Oh, yeah, no. Uh, let's consult the order of so the holy order. the holy order. order, order. Yeah, okay. teaching. I'm going to sit down. Okay, and you, you sit down. I'm going to teach. Who came up with this order, by the way? <laughs> this would be a good point to ask a simple question. What are some ways that you can show love? Shout them out. What are some ways you can show love? What are some ways that you can do what? Words of affirmation. What are some ways you can show love, Michaela? You can give people gifts. I love how we're all channeling our love languages right now. What are some ways you can show love? Send people handwritten messages. Other ways that we can give love, show love. Ooh, letting people borrow stuff. Ooh, that's a big one, grownups. Follow through. Oh, follow through. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so for the next two months in G-Town, for those of you that are gonna go through these doors and go to G-Town, you're gonna be looking at and learning about the fruit of the Spirit. Believe it or not, it's been three years since we've covered this. I know with COVID, it just seems like yesterday, okay? And the fruit of the Spirit, Paul lists out in the book of Galatians chapter five, and he says this, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And so the first fruit that he lists is love. So I'm interested, on a scale of one to 10, you're on this spinning ball called earth. Greetings, earthlings. How would you say team earth is doing on with love? On a scale of one to 10, would you give Team Earth a nine, a, a seven? What? Shout out some numbers. Five. Three. Five. Three, two, five. Whoa, whoa! It's a lot of judgment going on in here, but with good reason. <laughs> with good reason. With good reason. Uh, there are a lot of families out there where it's hard to give and receive love. There are a lot of churches out there where it's hard to give and receive love. And I think one of the reasons that it's hard to give love is because we get afraid. We're afraid that our husband, our wife is going to hurt us again. We're afraid that our kids are going to disappoint us. We're afraid that somebody's not going to follow through. They're going to let us down. They're going to disappoint us. We're afraid that if they knew the real us, they would reject us. And so fear keeps us. From giving love. God wants to remove that fear, and that's the the passage we're going to be in today, and it's from the book of 1 John. I think I've got some pictures up here. 1 John, and it's chapter 4, and John says this, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed us how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, surely we should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and love is brought to full expression in us. And God has given us his spirit as proof that we are alive in him and he in us. Furthermore, we've seen with our own eyes and now testify that the father sent his son to be the savior of the world. All who confess that Jesus is the son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we've put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. Now, there's a number of things that John is saying. And one of the things that he's saying is that God is love. God is love. Now, some people will say uh, take that to an extreme and they'll say that any loving person is is uh in god and it's true that god is everywhere but god is also spirit and god is also light and (laughs) we're not necessarily those things all the time either but john really fleshes it out in these verses in 9 and 10 he says god shows how much he loved us by sending his one and only son in other words god acted by sending his son Jesus to be born in a manger, live his life, teach us about God, heal and announce the arrival of the kingdom, die a death that we all deserve because God loved us. And so love was the motivating thing for God to act. Now, Tim Keller, in a book written a long time ago called Love is the Killer App, he connects two concepts with love. The, the concepts of abundance and scarcity. And so I want to talk to you about that for a moment. If you have an abundance mindset, you believe that what you have is constantly replenishable. You have more than you need, more than you want. Of course you can share. Of course you can give it away because there's always more. If you have a scarcity mindset, you think that what you have is fixed and small. And it should be protected. And any time you give it away, it means you're not ever going to get that back. And now what you have is less. There are a lot of people who grow up and they grow up in economic poverty. Their moms and dads don't have a lot of money. They don't have a lot of clothes. They live in a kind of rundown place. And then those people become adults who become multimillionaires. And those multimillionaires hold on to all that money because even though they're now really, really rich and could give away huge amounts and not skip a beat, on the inside, they believe that it's limited and small and they have to protect it because they have a scarcity mindset. What I want to put before you adults in particular today is that John, the way he talks about God's love for us is basically saying that when it comes to love, We have an abundance because God loves us so much. God loves us where we are. God loves us enough to change us from the inside out. God won't leave or abandon us. That that love is so abundant, so never-ending that we can love other people because God will always love us. So we can give love away and we can show love and express love because we have this constantly replenishable supply of God's love in us right? So, sometimes though, people who say, well, I believe in God and I'm trusting God, they're afraid that there's something that they can do that will upset God, that will cause God to not love them anymore. And, and they've got other fears and things, right? And so, they protect their heart, they protect themselves, and they guard against getting hurt and whatnot. So, uh, John really fleshes this out in verses 17 and 18. As we live in God... Our love grows more perfect, so we won't be what? Afraid. Love and fear move in opposite directions. Love tends to push out fear, and fear tends to push out love. But on the day of judgment, we won't be afraid. We can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in the world. So let me ask a couple of questions. Actually, yeah, the first question is, kids, how many Valentine's cards did you give out this year? How many cards? 24 cards. What are some other numbers of Valentine's cards that you gave out? 25. One of the rest of you, zero. That's a high school student right there. <laughs> 30, 30 cards, 24 cards. How many cards did you give out? 18 cards. Grown-ups. How many Valentine's Day cards did you give out this last year? Right. Did you see how that changed from childhood to adulthood? When you're a kid and the holiday's about love, you're giving those cards away like candy, even to the kids you don't want to because mom made you. (laughs) And then when you become an adult, all of a sudden the number of cards gets really, really small. I want to suggest to you that God wants us to have a 30 card valentine portfolio in our hearts when it comes to love okay of course i can give out another card of course i can give it to even stinky billy (laughs) right so as i wrap this up and we get ready for some other things and i gotta remember what the next thing is oh that's right we're gonna talk to questions um i want you to close your eyes for a moment Now, you kids, this might be harder, but you adults, this might be easier. I want you to think about a time in your life when somebody loved you and you didn't deserve it. Maybe you broke something that was really precious to them, like a bike or you wrecked a car, or you ruined an article of clothing that was really precious to them or accidentally ripped a photo. I want you to think back to that time and that person who loved you undeservedly. Okay, you can open your eyes now. This week, I give you a simple assignment. If there's been somebody in your life who has showed you unconditional love in that way, who's loved you when you didn't deserve it, if they're still living, would you make a point to reach out to them? Write them a note. Send them a message or a text that said, hey, today in church, believe it or not, I was thinking about that time when you, thanks, thanks for loving me. Just send that along, okay?